Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 185. All the most interesting things happen when you're making something that no one else is making. And that's a direct quote from Rick Rubin from his documentary, Shangri-La. And I was watching several videos on uh, Rick Rubin lately. And just a lot of his message obviously resonates with me. I mean, you see how I approach the niches you and this idea of when we are imparting on our creative gifts and our creativity. And I know some of you might be thinking like, oh, I don't know if I'm creative. You're creative. And I don't want creativity. First, let's have a conversation about that. I don't want creativity to be, oh, well, you know, I never really painted when I was a kid or I never really got into art and therefore that's creativity. Creativity, in my opinion, is your ability to think a new perspective or idea and then bring that somehow to the world in a you know, into, uh, into the physical, right? It's taking something from thin air, <laughs> from your soul and from God or from just, you know, concept and making something in the physical. And here's the thing. Some people might, might say, well, like, oh, is that architecture? Is that art? Is that this? No, it could be problem solving. It could, it could be like, well, this is how a process is done with, your, you know, accounting and you just happen to find an easier way to do it. Or maybe farming, and you're like, you know what, machinery's been done like this. I, I ended up uh, tweaking the machinery a little bit to do something extra that others hadn't done before, and therefore now my efficiency goes up even more, right? So, it, it creativity comes out in problem solving. Creativity comes out in uh, perspective building, uh, in self reflection. It comes out through you into the world. And I like this quote, all the most interesting things happen when you're making something that no one else is making because of really three thoughts that I was having. There's probably a a tear of others I'm going to bring up, but one is originality. Two is when unpredictability meets creativity, what happens there. And the third is, well, making the art of making makes a work ethic and you will, you can be defined by that work ethic in a multitude of different ways because it does carry over into other areas of your life. If you create something from nothing, the possibilities then clearly have been demonstrated are endless and limitless. And you can now apply that to anywhere in your life. That's why you see usually when somebody conquers maybe their health or their body, or maybe they conquer a business or they conquer an art, it's the, the, the confidence to do other things is because, well, I had the work ethic to do one thing, then I can obviously do this in anything. Right. So I want to dive into these these three areas. Now, why is it that if all the most interesting things happen when you are making something that no one else is making? Why originality? This is key. The first point I want to bring up about originality is it's personal discovery of what you are capable of. The benefit is that the interesting things are you are discovering what you are capable of. And some people say, well, I don't know what I'm capable of. And I say, create and you will. 
This constantly goes back to the reason why you cannot sideline yourself in a game of life. Personal discovery comes from creativity and creating and in movement, and you will see what you are capable of. And I get it. Like people were like, oh, they throw in the towel right away. This is, this is too much. This is this. What is the rush is the first question I have to ask in that for you. What is the rush? If it is new, you should treat it with respect. And so if you are moving in a new area or a new thing or a new level, treat it with respect because what you are finding is what you are capable of. And that is where some of the most interesting things happen. I, it's so interesting when people call me, oh, well, you're like that systems guy. I'm like, that is the funniest thing to me. But yeah, they're right in some ways. I started implementing systems three, four years ago into my business, into my health, into my home, into everywhere. I never thought about it before. But because it's something I talk about so much, people are like, oh, you're that systems guy. How you set up your, you know, your, your, your marketing and your, your communities and you're doing all of your online work and then what you were doing with, as an agency for other businesses. And then for a long while, they're like, you're that branding guy. I never even went to school for branding, but I, I, do, have, I, I do believe I have really good taste and I, I design. I design all on my own. So, but for a while, it was because I was doing things and that's what you get labeled. So I think that people will see you do a multitude of different things. I had to do them to know what I was capable of. Right. But what was cool was I was always bringing my unique perspective into that. That's why I love writing so much. Writing and design is so and building, which is why I made a master class on this. But like writing, designing and building is such a beautiful thing because your writing is uh, in a way a, a place where uh, for I'll make it personal. It's where I can bring thought and perspective into the physical and you know, make sense of all the different layers that the soul is experiencing here in a multitude of different topics. The designing is a way to express how I think something can give a feeling through the way it looks. And building is a way to take all of that and turn it into something that actually has function and purpose in the physical. Right? So, and that's, me just kind of freestyling on that. <laughs> There's probably a lot more and I'll go on a tear on another episode about that. But the other thing that I want you to think about with originality is this rethinking things that have already been done, but in a different way. That's why, uh, the most interesting things happen is because, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, and this kind of goes with the third point within originality, which is I said, what makes it great is because you're bringing your own perspective on things. And then I said, stop waiting for validation when you're bringing something no one's thought of before. And you get people all the time say, well, you know, it's been done before. I'm like, but has it been done by you? It's been done before, but has it been done by you? You get what I'm saying? So, you know, that's very key because you're bringing a completely different perspective. And that just may be an entire culture shift or industry shift or uh, process shift within that thing. And on top of that, how interesting is it that you are learning a new depth to something that really intrigues you 
and, 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 you know, and then I, the reason why I said stop waiting for validation when you're bringing something no one's thought of before, why would you need the world to validate you when you're trying to offer it something new that they haven't seen before? How else would you get the validation? Now, of course, part of the validation can come from people adapting this technique or idea or perspective or whatever it might be I'm like, huh, I hadn't thought about it that way. You know, um, and then that's a cool form of validation because it's like, oh, now we're, you know, call and response with the with the with the audience, with the world. Right. There was something that I also saw uh, in within originality that Rick Rubin was saying in uh, an interview with Joe Rogan. And he said, don't second guess your own taste for what someone else is going to like. It won't be good. We're not smart enough to know what others are going to like. Do what is personal to you. Take it as far as you can go and really push the boundaries and people will resonate with it if they're supposed to resonate with it. I know this is difficult for a lot of people and it was for me, I think it, it wanted, well, it never really was because I always loved just bringing my own perspective through writing, designing and building. But, um, but, I, but I get it because, you know, there is... Um, appreciation that comes from people liking our work. Let's keep that really real. Like it feels good when others are able to see something and, and appreciate it the way we created it. That feels good. It does feel good. But can you feel good about it first? And, and I love this, you know, don't second guess your own taste for what someone else is going to like. It won't be good. We're not smart enough to know what others are going to like. Um, it's true. I think, you know, the, the main point he's trying to make there is we're not smart enough to know what others are going to like. We, we're not anybody else. So we can never really, really predict, which I'm going to get into predictability here in a minute. We can never really predict what's going to land with others. And if we get too hung up on making for what we hope lands with others, we may not treat ourselves with the respect and honor of making something that we just really like. And I firmly believe, and I do this online, you know, and the, and the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers come from me liking what I'm making and sharing it with the world, but then also taking note on how the world appreciates some of these topics. And I'm like, oh, you guys, like, uh, there's a lot of call and response. Oh, you guys, you guys want to have that conversation? Let's do that. So I do think in some ways you can know what others are going to like as the relationship gets further developed. So I think there's this, this duality you're creating for you and you are deepening a relationship from putting your work out there into the world with those who start to appreciate it. And then that compounds over time. Now, the second point I want to bring up, which is when unpredictability meets creativity. So again, all the most interesting things happen when you are making something that no one else is making. That quote directly from Rick Rubin. When unpredictability meets creativity, you can make, this is now my interpretations, you can make different things and some things will pick up and others won't. And I was watching a video of, of Rick Rubin talking about how you never really know, like you can make two things. Uh, I, I love what he said here, here I can quote him. He said, Rick Rubin talked about how you can create two things and one just happens to be more relevant in the moment. So it blocks the other one. And then later on, the other happens to be right on time. So I was, I was reflecting on that and how, you know, just because something doesn't stick when you make several things and something doesn't stick, it doesn't mean it's not good. It just may not be ready right now for the world or relevant or 
um, the right timing or the right positioning or the right place or the right anything. It could be stellar and really good. But, you know, other things right now are taking precedent over it. And I always like to think of things like the ones that don't take off. And if they never take off, they're still a work of art that you get to hang in your own life, quote unquote, museum. I have a life museum. I have things in my house that may never get launched out to the world. Or maybe, I mean, they did and maybe they just never did anything. But they're originals. They're pieces I made. They're things that I made. And it's my creativity coming through. Now, here's the kicker. You never know. One day, that may be the thing that now is popular because timing just happened to circle back around. And I love that idea. You never know when one day that may be the thing, quote unquote, because timing just happened to circle back around. It was a, one of my personal reflections. So like make lots of things. They're all interesting in some way. Don't be concerned about what takes off and what doesn't. Be, con be concerned about just making things. You'll learn a lot about life from making things. And then on top of that, some things will do very well in that moment. And then others, like I said, may not take off, but they're your art and they could always take off later on. I've had that a lot happen throughout my life, especially I liked the internet in 1997 as a kid, as a teenager. I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? And I was ahead on a lot of the things with the internet, but the rest of the world wasn't using it. So even things that I liked and wanted to talk about were irrelevant at the time. They're very relevant now. So like make, create. Relevancy is just a matter of time, I find. So unpredictability meets creativity. You don't always know how something is going to do, but that's not the reason to not do it. The reason to do it is because the unpredictability breeds life. That's life. And you'll be able to receive in all different kinds of seasons because you have multiple things you've created for multiple seasons. So I want you to think about that. And then the last, the last point I wanted to bring up on why all the most interesting things happen when you are making something that no one else is making is this idea of the, the, the movement making, it makes a work ethic. And I was watching another video with Rick Rubin. I was on a, a small tear. And, um, you know, he was talking about why work ethic beats talent. And he's absolutely right. And there's, you know, that famous quote, it's like talent without work, you know, doesn't win, like, you know, championships or something like that. Like work, work ethic will always beat talent. I like what happens when you intersect talent with a work ethic. It's a beautiful storm for creativity and creation. Right. And so all the interesting things happen to you. Well, yeah, you know. You don't always need a final destination, blueprint, vision, whatever, for a reason to create. You need it also for habit forming. You need it for discoverability of your, you know, of your passions and your interests and your capabilities. You need it for answers to come through from not focusing on too many external things, but being present from something in front of you. You need it for, you see what I'm saying? Like there's so many things that the act of making, the act of creating does. And that creates some of the most interesting things in life. Or as he says, all the most interesting things. Huh, hadn't thought about doing this, but now it's led me down this. Like how'd that happen? Well, I was working on this project and then this led me to this. And then now I'm suddenly this. 
It's like you just you just don't know. And I get it. Humans innately want control of outcomes. I need to know how it's going to work out. You know how it's going to work out. It's going to work out. You only think it's not going to work out because of uh, placing these expectations or it must look like this. I'm like, or like what? Maybe can it be bigger than that or even better than that or even adjacent to that? So you have to be very careful of the 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 uh the brain the mind you know sometimes playing tricks on you making makes life interesting makes the most interesting things happen and i've talked about this on previous podcast episodes where that intersection of all the things comes together you don't even realize it later on you know i it's been interesting watching my internet career and technology background over 25 plus years because it's been funny to watch some of the interests come full circle from when I was a teenager which we've talked about on, on other podcasts but just in general about how it's now being applied digitally and and it's interesting in which the way I can connect with all of you globally with my interests pairing my creativity and my work ethic together to create new things and talk about different ideas or uh, you know bring you know perspectives into the physical and build things right so you know you got to there's this long game always happening and you've got to be okay with the unpredictability you've got to be okay with the you know not having the the blueprint right away or the roadmap you know you want the road to pave with your work ethic. That's it. You don't need others to tell you, you should go do this. Try that, try this, try that, try this, try that. I mean, the best, and I've said this before, the best teachers, the best mentors, the best advice I'm ever given is one that asked me, what, what, what does my intuition tell me? What's calling me? What do I really feel? And that's because I asked people who they did it themselves. They didn't want to give me the answer because they can't. You're looking for answers when you are the answer. You are looking for the answers when really the most interesting things come when you are making something that no one else is making. And again, I'm not saying like, okay, well, um, it has to be something that has literally never been made before. That is a possibility. But you could, uh, again, you could say, I want to try doing something I really love within this particular space differently. That is making something that no one else is making. And think about how present in your life you become. All the most interesting things happen when you are making something no one else is making. Direct quote from Rick Rubin. I appreciate you guys tuning in every single episode. Thank you as always. We are nearing the 200 mark episodes in a little over a year. It's been been so much fun i appreciate you guys so much as always check out the show notes there is uh, a lot of really great stuff going on in there obviously there's always recommendations for other episodes but there is the clarity workshop we're up to about 11 1200 people now in there it's insane i love it it's also because you know a lot of people found it from uh, um from instagram uh there's the uh, right design build workshop Check that out. If you have questions, please, uh, you know, contact me. I'm happy to tell you more about it. I currently have it on sale. 
And uh, of course, also the recommended reading list. I drove a few hundred people to that recently and um, they've been picking up some of the books. I just recommend you guys take a look at those. There might be something really good for you in there. And there's a lot more coming in, especially going into this new year. Uh, I'm really excited. I appreciate you guys so much. As always, please leave a written review on Apple and a five-star rating as well as a five-star rating on Spotify. As you have no idea how much it, it helps the expansion of the show. You know, I, I bring this up always. And, and while I love the amount of uh, reviews I already currently have, um, you know, more is needed. And I'm asking you guys humbly, if you can continue to please do that for me, it would make, mean a lot to me. So thank you guys as always. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.